Ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are live, the Sports Detention Podcast, live here from the Robert Allenby Studios. Potty, happy new year, mate. Happy new year to you as well, mate, and to all out there, mm, to all, all out there, our live listeners. Our listeners, our viewers, um, you know, we don't do it in jest, we are live. Yep. Live, so catch us, um, you know where to get us, uh, on the handle there, at Sports Detention, on all your social platforms, and of course, at YouTube as well, if you want to join us for the ride live. Um, mate, New Year, New we're year. ready to go. We are ready to fire. Should we uh, get into the podcast, mate? Let's roll. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are live uh, for the Sports Attention Podcast. Now, Potty, um, we're back. It's a new year. It's 2024. We're ready to kick things off. Yep. Um, mate, how was the Chrissy break? How was everything? Chrissy was great, mate. Um, lots of time with family. Lots of um, lots of celebrating. Lots of food, as there oh, always yeah. is at Christmas time. Absolutely, mate. Yep. So uh, and lots of time down the beach as well. You, you can tell we're in the holiday season, can't you? I mean, the bright coloured shirt, everything. It's just all, you know. It's all relaxing, mate, isn't it? Mate, you must have something on. Yeah, well, we do have something on yeah, today, don't we? Yeah, a big bash tonight, mate. Yep, straight off to the big bash after that. Taking the young fella fun. for the first time, the six-year-old, so mm. that's going to be interesting. It might be, you might love it for 15 minutes, and then no. the last two hours and 45 minutes is going to be painful. Could be a punish. Yeah. At least you're not taking away with a test match. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, very good, mate. So what's caught your eye, mate? What has caught... Your eye. All right, mate. So the first thing that has caught my eye, uh, if we're looking at uh, New Year's, we mm. like to celebrate, don't we? You Absolutely, know. mate. And uh, I did something that was a little bit uh, unusual for me over the last five or six years. I actually made midnight. Actually, ah, I, made midnight. I definitely did it. Mate, mate, I haven't made midnight in, well, definitely since my son was born. So, yeah. so uh, and you know what obviously you do when you make midnight? You watch the fireworks, mm. you know. In Sydney, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. One of the first places in the world to, to reach midnight uh, and, and they are... Uh, First, so they reach the new year, so they always put on a hell of a show. Mm. But uh, have you, you ever wondered what it looks like when all the fireworks go off at once? Oh, mate. Oh, that's that looks like carnage. Mate, the people of San Diego, they don't wonder. Because in 2012, I believe it was, it happened. All right, let's check all, it out. Due to what a computer it? malfunction, oh. all the fireworks went off in 16 seconds. <laughs> Have a look at that. So if you're looking at that and you're sitting on, you're sitting there going, wow, is this New Year or is this the apocalypse? Yes. <laughs> Everything is just going off at once. So somebody, I don't know whether uh, it was a computer hack and somebody set them all off at wow. once or a glitch. But uh, as you can see, as our viewers will be able to see, it is absolute chaos and then nothing. Yeah. And then absolutely nothing. Look, I'm not a pyrotechnics expert. But no. There would have to be I. a way you would have to trigger them. You would have and thought. Yeah, something's obviously gone awry. Well, it's not like the olden days, I wouldn't imagine. And with by olden days, I probably mean only 20 or 30 years ago, where you're literally someone's going around lighting each yes, one at a time. Yes. It's a couple of buttons getting pushed and boom, away it goes. Yeah. But 
it must be incredibly important to push those buttons at the right time or else that's what you get. Yeah. I'd argue, though. I'd prefer to see that. <laughs> well, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Um, speaking of being triggered, though, mm. I did read a fair few articles about the New Year's fireworks display and they were complaining about, like, the ABC's coverage. Oh, yeah. going how it was super woke and shit. Oh. And I'm just like, I was like, it's the ABC. It's the ABC. What did you expect? Put Channel 10 on or something? Oh, like, come on. It was, it was pretty funny. Like, obviously, yep. yeah. It drives us all a bit bonkers when mm. things go down that path or it feels as though it's being pushed a certain way. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching the ABC, you're going to get it. Yeah, exactly. You had to <laughs> you see g- that coming. You're going to get your ABC with a side of woke. It's like the picture, uh, the people, should I say, who complain about the fireworks. Oh, they were actually 12 seconds late. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> or was perhaps you're streaming a little bit off. You know? Or was, yeah, is that the standard 12-second delay in broadcasting? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let's keep the panic button to the side. There's not a conspiracy out there that you miss New Year. We're all in the same year. Yes. Or back down off my aisles. What do we got, mate? What else has caught your eye? Oh, well, mate, I don't know if you were a big fan, but back in the day I used to love Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, yeah. Tory Spelling. Tory is Spelling. That, yeah. Don't how she got a start on that show? But, oh, hang on. <laughs> yes, I only uh, I only know who, and like anyone of our ilk knows who the Spelling family is, is from Mighty Ducks when oh, they said they were nephews of Aaron Spelling. Yeah, and to yep. get into Rodeo Drive shops. Yeah, and yep. that'd do the job. <laughs> uh, uh, what's happening with nine hundred two one zero, mate? Another character you might remember is Steve Sanders, otherwise mm. known as and by. Otherwise, I mean, in real life, Ian yeah. Zerling. Okay. Uh, mate, he has been videoed this past week uh, in Hollywood. Yep. In a dust-up, a punch-up. Got into a scrap. He got in a punch-up with apparently um, uh, some bikers. As Who reported. could he possibly get into a scrap with? Yeah, a bikers apparently. But I'll tell you what. Let's see I, if we can I read the get article it on it, mate, and I thought, oh, you know what, it's just going to be a bit of toing and froing, a bit of yelling. This is a full-on... Oh, it's Punch a stink. On. This is a full-on stink, mate. Yeah. So, oh, people jumping in from left, right and centre. Yeah, so this is coming um, from news.com. Yeah. So, um, sources there. Um, yeah, they don't look like the regular bikers when you put a headline down like that, do they? No, they don't. But no. it, I had to read it twice. Definitely says bikies. They look like they're on miniature versions of <laughs> of, um, of bicycles or um, some sort of scooter, if you will. But yeah. someone has literally just run in and, and thrown the old Superman punch as they're coming in. Mm. Yeah, so obviously, um, you know, I believe everyone was all right. But um, Ian, he, he, was, he was going at it, mate. And it made me start to think. Could he be on the Zuckerberg fight card? Well, I mean, we I'm like a celebrity. We like a celebrity scratch here, uh, scrap here at the sports detention. So, I, I mean, mean, definitely uh, looking at them, I mean, they get right into it. But, mm. yeah, it's definitely not midgets on a bike. They no. are miniature bikes. Yep. So, um, yeah, for those listeners at home who are, you know, just clicking in on this, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, yeah, just a, a gang of people on little bikes. Yeah, that's right. But uh, you know what? It's, they picked uh, their target, though, didn't they? Oh, they did. They yeah. did. So they've made they've made made headlines. Um, I guess Jason Priestley was busy, so oh <laughs> yes, they didn't go after him. No. But you know, um, you know, they know what's good for yeah, him. Though. Ian's tough, though. He's fought a lot of sharks before, mate. <laughs> 
Oh, very good, mate. Um, oh. Well, what's caught my eye, mate, is obviously New Year, New Me, mm. you know, the re- the whole resolution. Oh, did you get on it? Oh, mate, absolutely. I load myself up with just making, you know, I've got an ambition every year to yep. be a better bloke. Oh, uh, yep. I fail often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you failed already? <laughs> oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, good we're, work, we're, good. we're two days in. Yeah. Um, However, um, I thought about obviously the common themes with New Year's resolutions, obviously nutrition, mm. exercise. Yeah. Um, and I was just doing a bit of research into nutrition as to how I could possibly better myself. And, mate, I've come up with the answer. Tell me, mate. Cayenne uh, pepper will. Cayenne pepper. Uh, thin the blood. Have cayenne you seen pepper this? will rebuild heart muscle. Cayenne pepper will strengthen the arterial walls. Cane pepper is a blood stimulant and anything that stimulates blood stimulates healing. In fact, it has been said that you put cane pepper with any other herb and you will, will increase its effectiveness. You can use it in... There you go, mate. Cayenne pepper. Now, you stick that. It is it is the wonder food oh, or the wow. wonder spice. And you can mix it with any other spice. Anything. And it's going to make things better. Mm. That's what I got out of that. So, yeah. basically, um, you know, that's not the only source because we need more than one source. Yeah, and course. there's another example of, of the benefits of cayenne pepper, mate. Mm. Six reason cayenne pepper is one of the best spices for back pain. Number one, back it pain. decreases pain. Scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. Oh, it's got to be. Your metabolism, which helps with your weight loss. Also, it makes you feel warm and gives warm. you more energy and Ooh. helps with your mood. These are all good things when you have back pain, especially now it's getting colder outside. Number three, it's Must anti-inflammatory. Be thing. Yeah, I'd say so, inflammation mate. that causes all that pain. Number four, it's an antioxidant, good for the mitochondria. Number five, helps with your digestion. We know when you have mm. back pain, yep. you start to have digestive problems. Mm. Number mm. six, increases blood flow. We know that discs are slow to heal because they don't have a good blood supply. Cayenne pepper. Oh, so that's, a, that's what he's holding. He's holding. Um, well, he's holding a vertebra. Yeah, he's the, holding in, a vertebra in the yeah. uh, in the video. I but thought he was holding a cupcake for about <laughs> half that video, and I was like, "What's he holding?" So basically, I've come to the conclusion, mate, that my diet consists of nothing but cayenne pepper at the moment. Yeah, okay. I mean, I am shitting out the eye of a needle. It's, <laughs> oh, uh, it hurts. Yeah. Um, you know, food doesn't. You know, it doesn't taste as good as no, you know no. my regular diet would, but. I mean, with all those benefits, mm. I mean, cayenne pepper, that is all I am eating. Yeah. Um, and it's, it seems to be working for me. You know, yeah. I'm dropping weight. I mean, I don't know what type of weight it is, but I think I'm thinking about taking it to the next level, body. Yeah, what are you thinking? He was holding a spine. Mm. Cayenne pepper is the wonder spice. Yep. Spine, what's it close to? Yep. Shelfing. Yep, right. Shelfing the cayenne pepper, ladies yep. and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Shelf the cayenne pepper straight to the bloodstream, yep. straight to the spine. No more back pain. No more back pain. Allegedly. Or will there be back pain, but you just don't uh, realise because there <laughs> well, is so much <laughs> there is so much pain in other areas. Yeah, maybe that mm. could be it. Your asshole will be on fire. Yep. yep. But uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, we'll fix the back pain problem. That's yeah. all you claim. You, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, and scientifically proven, as they say on yeah. those videos. And, I mean, they wouldn't be wrong, would they? No, of course not. I mean, maybe professional athletes have been on this for years. Mm. You know, maybe that's what Ben Johnson was on. <laughs> <laughs> You've rubbed it in his eyes. That's, that wasn't liver failure. Um, one of the other things, mate, uh, exercise. Mm. Exercise is obviously a big thing when you want to make a, a new year, new me. Uh, of course, of course. Resolution. So um, I've had a look at some um, some form. Yep. 
you know, especially on the TikTok, um, just getting around, getting some uh, some ideas on how I can improve my fitness regimen. And um, I've come up with some good examples here, mate. Best gym moments. Oh. You know, <laughs> Gramps having a little bit of a hip thrust. Bit of a thrusty. Oh, look at this, the leg splitter. Oh. Whoa. Here we go, we've got the VR goggles. The VR oh, goggles. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> oh, oh, nothing like gym. a virtual reality workout. Oh, and they're obviously the beer belly. Oh, You've yes. got the guts hanging over from all the beers over yep. to Chrissy and throwing it down. That wasn't it, Potty. No. There's but some more. This super on, explosive oh, bench press. Yep. How much has he got on there? Mate, throwing his whole body in that. Yellows, yeah. 15 each side. Look at this. Push oh, till you drop. No. Push till you drop, they say. And then look at this. Why sled with, yes, you know, indeed. traditional sled methods when you can just tie plates to a rope yeah, and then push it with a bar? Yeah, I'd say that's exactly mm. what I'd do. But when I was digging around for that, mate, the final one was an absolute pisser. Oh, this yeah. one, Nana, over oh, in the no, UK, no, just I've getting on the Go epileptical. On. <laughs> Nana. <laughs> Oh, this is good. So for those listeners at home, Nana's got herself into a bit of a, you know, a bit of an issue here when she's got on the epileptical. Oh, no, she's probably she's, had... Oh, she's a couple of throwdowns in, isn't Mate, she? she's had 40 runs. Yeah. And oh, now no. she's going back and forth. Oh, no, the, grand, the grandchild's coming in. <laughs> Steer clear. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, no. Back and forth. Yeah, she's going Something's to got to give here. She's going to need to get in the cayenne pepper tomorrow, then, mate. Oh. <laughs> she, that back is going to be sore. Oh. oh. There and it is. she's gone. There it is. That had to happen. Yep. Well oh, done, Nana. Yes. Well done. So, very good. The, um, you know, exercise, nutrition, mm. new year, new me, mate. That's what has really caught my eye. But one final thing I'll just throw in there. Um, for the viewers especially, um, I came across this TikTok account, Megan Motion. Yep. Now, this is really, really good. Um, and basically, I was wondering what, what it was like new tag, new sport. Yep. And then uh, there was some what guys looked like BMX riders. Yeah, right, right. Let's check them out, mate, because it's a bit unconventional. So these guys actually, this is a video edit where she's taken, or Megan Motion, I'm assuming oh. it's... That's her. She's taken the bikes out of the image. Yeah, right. And it looks yeah, pretty. Yeah, it does. Hilarious. Yeah. Like. Well done. Well done, motion. <laughs> oh yes. So riding through triple backflip with no bike. Oh, it is so good. That's impressive. That's and impressive. mate, these are the only two I could find. The next one, the jockeys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a ripper. Oh, so basically you got some jockeys riding around a, a dirt racetrack and they got no horse. Oh, that is a pearl. <laughs> it honestly looks like they're playing Quidditch. That is a ripper. <laughs> Stick a broom under there oh, and you're away. For any Harry Potter fans, you'll have to check that one out. Megan Motion at TikTok. That was, um, yeah, that was a ripper. Beautiful. Beautiful, mate. Um, yeah, some good stuff there, mate. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, mate, should we get into the hard-hitting sport of the footy talk? Let's roll, mate. The rugby league final was a big Wembley occasion. Oh, get that in here! Rightio, uh, footy talk, mate. Uh, now, we continue our pre-season review. Yeah. Um, 
we're going to look at the bunnies, the bunnies in St George as we get closer to the end. Yep. And uh, mate, we'll look at how they're shaping up for the for the upcoming season, twenty twenty four. What do we reckon, mate? The bunnies. Well, mate, first of all, just you know, the new year. We're only a month away from when trials start. We're only two months away from season kickoff. I'm starting to get excited it's good. now. We've hit the new yeah, year. Yeah, it's good. It's exciting. Yep. Um, footy's going to be back in no time. Yep. Uh, so, mate, first of all, South Sydney, the Rabbitohs, you know, they had a disappointing year last year, didn't they? They um, well, started yeah. on fire and then uh, fell Just away badly. fell away. Mm. Uh, they picked up Sean Kepi to add to their The four. Kelpie. Yep, the Kelpie. The Kelpie's over. Uh, to add for, uh, to their middle stock, which I think is a good mm. buy for them. Uh, and they've also picked up Jackie Whiten from uh, Yeah, so the, when the you look Raiders. at their ins and outs, I think, like, you got... Kepi and White and coming in, you're losing Jed Cartwright, Liam Knight, Harme Saleh and Blake Taff. Yep. I think really you can see straight away from a salary cap perspective, you're going, well, there's where the, the White money's going. Yep. So you're, you're depleting your depth, but you're bringing in a big uh, marquee signing in Jack White. And so you're throwing the, throwing the kitchen sink at 2024 by the looks of it. Yeah, that's right. I'll, mm. You know... Um uh, Demetrio's clearly having to throw at the stumps, isn't he? He's yeah. like, well, I've got a pretty good squad now and I'm probably two years off rebuilding. I'm going to get – I need an outside back, a real yeah. strike. So that that's where he's at as far and as that's concerned. Demetrio's probably thinking, I, I need some success. He does. You know? he, he does. He needs some success at the moment. Uh, this time 12 months ago, signed him up for you know a long-term contract. I do actually think they extended him, by the way. Yeah. I um, mean, it's um, – you know, I think – the problem for Demetrio that he finds himself in a position where he's going to be compared to Wayne. That's and right. And Wayne had success. He got yep. him to the grand final. So, yeah. you know, that's that's the issue they've got there and they've got to try and juggle that, the Bunnies, with somewhat of a mm. rebuild two years down the track. Yeah. So, look, Latrell. Latrell's where it's all at for them, isn't it? Like, he's had some absolute glistening moments in the last... Uh, three, four seasons since he's been at South Sydney, but he's also been injury-prone and suspension-prone. He hasn't strapped together a full season. Uh, How they manage his workload uh, to avoid those injuries, Mm. um, because those injuries have been soft tissue, hamstrings, calves, things like that, is going to be really, really interesting. Um, I don't... um, Cody Walker, he's another year older now, Still in the form of his career at the end of last yeah. season, but um, you know played very bit well. Bit of a bit of a fine wine player, Cody mm. Walker. Though um, you know, I, I can't see there being a sharp deterioration like you may see with mm. other players. No, I wouldn't think so. I think he's going to get better. Yeah, uh, but also uh, Lockie Ilias. He's mm. um, he's had a couple of seasons in grade now, and uh, he's you? really going to have to start taking um, ownership of that direction of the team around the paddock. I think he fell away at the end of last year. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gotta allow Cody to do Cody. Yep. And especially if he's got strike outside him in Latrell and Jack White. Mm. You know, you need Cody to be Cody. Um, where my question mark is over them is in the Ford pack. I know they've um, signed the Kelpie, which um, mm. uh, but they're losing Liam Knight. Yep. So, um, look, they've got um, Junior Totola and uh, Tommy Burgess up front. Uh, to me, those front row, and I know they've got Murray at lock as well. Um, to me, that doesn't strike um, fear in opposition's forwards. Uh, sorry, opposition forward packs like the likes of... Um, um, and I'm just talking about middles here. I'm not talking about mm. uh, 
Keon Koalmatangi either. He's obviously exceptional talent. But I think about the Penrith middles. I think about yeah. the Broncos middles, even look, the Parramatta middles. We, we've talked about this before, mate. Mm. When we look at the Bunnies mm. and looking at their roster... It's basically they're going to get they're going to lose some forwards yep. after this year. Mm. Um, Totola's going to come up. He's going to want more money. Kalau Matangi's just re-signed for big on a big deal. Big dollars. So origin player. You know they got some really good forwards that have done a good service over the last three or four seasons. Mm. That are all up for contract. There's going to be a squeeze somewhere in the cap, bringing yeah. in Jack White as well. Mm. And I think this is the th- like you said, the throw at the stumps this year for 2024 because they know that that forward stock is probably going to. There's going to be some players that all need to be shifted. Yep. And so when the going's good, and it will be at some stage for the mm. bunnies, they'll beat everyone oh, like they did at the no. beginning of last season. But it's just those forwards, those middles, when there's a few injuries, when the football season really gets tough, will they be able to foot it with those best forward packs? I have a question mark there. Not to say they won't, but that's where my question mark yeah. lies. Yeah, so um, Bunnies, what are you predicting, mate? Uh, bunnies, I think, will make the top eight. I think they'll, they'll the improve, eight, yeah. but I do not think they'll make the four, and I uh, do not think they'll be featuring in a grand final um, this year. I think if they – I think they'll make the eight. If they make the four, I think it's anyone's game. Yep. They could possibly – that could possibly indicate that they're they're ready to strike for a, a premiership. Yep. But, um, yeah, I'm still not sold on the whole throwing your eggs in that one basket, mm. bringing in a marquee signing like Jack White. And I don't know if it was necessary if I was managing their cap. Yeah. But well, anyway, the, the, I'm not. Yeah. They might have a <laughs> – a host of junior forwards coming through. Yeah. But uh, this time in two years, if they don't have that premiership and they're really looking depleted, uh, question marks will be mar- uh, asked over yeah. uh, Demetrio. But uh, the funny thing is about the Bunnies, I don't think they'll make the four. I think they'll make the eight and then fade out in week one or two. But I think at some stage in the year, they'll probably be considered among the favourites yeah. as well. So. Well, that's, uh, that, well, speaking of favourites and... Um May Premiers, yep. St. George Illawarra Dragons. Oh, that's Dragons. Have they got mate. Mary back, have they? <laughs> <laughs> mate, they are, um, the Dragons, they're in transition. They are, mate. Look, if we live in a world where transition's thrown out a lot. Yep. But um, speaking of transition, you know, the St. George Illawarra Dragons are definitely in transition. You can't describe it in any other way. Bringing in Shane Flanagan as a new coach, a Premiership winning coach, mm. um, that is probably been a major issue for St George over the last four seasons would yep. be uncertainty around who is actually going to coach the team. That's right. Um, so it seems as though they've made a decision. They've gone, Shane Flanagan's our man. We've come, we're all on the same page with this. Let's let Flano go to work. And that's what you have to do. 2016 Premiership at Cronulla, he came to the club in 20, I think he took over from Sticky halfway through 2011, maybe 2010. Mm. So you need to give him time to um, shape the team, to have the flannel But effect. it's only his second job. Like he's That's had right. assistant, he's yeah, second yeah. head coach jobs. He's obviously, he did a, a very long apprenticeship um, prior to taking a head coaching position and then got success during it. But mm. he brings, does bring that expectation that he has been a successful coach in the past. He hasn't had... Uh, a fall away. He hasn't been sacked. He was. Yeah. There was a. There was. There's that mystery with him being recruited by the Dragons of the fact that he wasn't 
sacked at his last job because no. of poor performance. It was a completely different scenario. It was off-field things yeah. that he wasn't quite getting right and, you know, that... So if you're Dragons fans, you're excited because you're going, well, this guy wasn't sacked because he was performing no, poorly. No, he no. Was, it was just uh, circumstances that led to his demise at the Sharks and now we've got him as our head coach. So. That's right. And he'll set a standard. They were a very tough, tough team, Cronulla, there for mm. five or six years yeah. under him. Look, um, yeah, so you've spoken about the Flano effect, the fullback. That's going to be the big run. Tyrell Sloan is apparently training during his Christmas break because he had a uh, an injury and couldn't train a lot of the preseason. So he's trying to play catch up with the likes yep. of Zach Lomax, who uh, Flano said will have an opportunity to play at um, fullback. Uh, I, I love Tyrell Sloan's um, um, like talent. He he's got the skill set where he could be one of the one of the greats. Um, Right up there, very fast, very elusive. But so, are you suggesting with Sloan that possibly those within the Wollongong area yep. are increasing their insurance cover because houses are being trained down? Oh, I'd say so, mate. They are being trained. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, but so uh, I, I agree with you, mate. Um, sorry to deflect oh, on that, but oh, Tyrell Sloan, he's, he's a cracking talent. Um, you know, you basically, you would hope that they go, you're, you're the one, you're our number one, we're going to sort of allow you to do your thing and we're going to build a structure of play around getting the most out of you. Yeah, you'd have to think so. There must be some question marks on him in the greater NRL community because he's actually, um, as of November 1, able to sign with anyone. Mm. And I haven't heard anyone come a-sniffing. And when you've got teams like Parramatta who have been saying, oh, we're after X Factor, yeah. who haven't even come a-knocking. I don't, I don't think he's had a run of games and a run of performances that would justify those talking points from them. From the yeah, mainstream you're, media. You're I think that's probably the issue there. Uh, Cody Ramsey, he obviously missed all of last year. Crohn's disease, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So um, I don't know if he's back. I don't know whether um, he's going to be able to get back. But I he's, think they he's were looking... They got salary cap dispensation did, last yeah. year. So I, I wonder that obviously indicates that there's, there's a... A complex process around it. So, yeah, yeah, so uh, all the best to him. I hope he does get back because he's mm. obviously a talent as well. Um... Yeah, their forwards and their leadership is the big question. Ben Hunt doesn't want to be there. Um, or at he, least didn't he, he, be he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. interesting, whether he, yeah. Whether he wants to be. You know, I always find it funny when he goes, oh, you know, I've spoken to Flano, I'm committing to next year. Yeah, mate, you'll sign for two another two years, so you're committing for two yeah. years. So, But, you know, anyway. Then yeah. they've got a, a bunch of, um, you know, blokes who are past their best and youngsters coming through. So I think they're going to battle to get out of the top four. They'll probably have sharper performances. Wouldn't mind betting that, as you said, the May Premiers, they start pretty well. Mm. But I think their depth will test them. They're, they're so if we if we look at, speaking of depth, if we look at the ins and outs. Um, Corey Allen. We asked the question a couple of weeks ago, where'd Corey Allen head it? Yeah, up. he ended up at the Dragons. Yeah, well, uh, he's good outside back coverage. And like, people um, forget, he played Origin. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Tom Eisenhuth, that's a depth signing, but that brings you would you're looking and I know it's a boring comment, we always make it. You're looking for him to bring that Melbourne Storm professionalism. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you're really looking for. Tom Eisenhuth, a, a great professional. Kyle Flanagan gets a chance under his old man. Yep. Um, I think that you know, he was obviously not wanted at the Bulldogs. That's fine. It yeah. just you know, and hopefully you would think for his career that he, he can find a home for himself at the Dragons because he's a good player. Yeah, he is a good player. And mm. I, I don't mind him playing second fiddle. 
mm. playing 5'8 outside um, Ben Hunt. So, yeah. yeah, I think that could work really well for him. He's got a good kicking game. Um, he kicks goals, although they've got Zach Lomax down there who does that as well. Mm. Yeah, all the best there, Flano. So they, the Harme Saleh comes in from uh, from the Rabbitohs and yep. um, Cyrus the Virus is in there. Um, Cyrus Stanley mm. Trail. Yep. Um, I don't know much about Cyrus the Virus no. other than the fact that he was the one who caused all that mayhem on Con Air. He was, he was. Um, yep. But uh, look, there's some losses there. Billy Burns, Jaden Hunt. Josh Kerr, uh, Moses Mbai is another one, Zane Musgrove, Jaden Sullivan, and Aaron Woods goes to Manly. But I think if you look at the gains versus losses, you go, it's, that's par. Yeah, like I'd say I'd say on par. I, I think there needs to be a bit of a turnover yeah. at, at that club. I think Because um, the guys who have bought in, so say, for example, um, Eisenhuth, Eisenhuth and Flanagan are looking for a bloody opportunity. Yeah. So that's that. You, when you're recruiting, you're going, well, that's that's a positive. Yeah. Um, whereas you know Aaron Woods is you he's looking for a payday. He's looking for a jersey. Yeah. You know he's a great player. Has always been, but he's not. You know I you know I don't see Woods as the player who's going to galvanise a squad and go right. Yeah, get on my back. We're going forward. Yeah. And you're probably playing more for Woods than Eisenhuth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Eisenhuth will you know. Fight tooth and nail for a jersey every single week. Yeah. Not to say Woodsy won't, but, you know. But, uh, yeah, and there's the benefits of, of Woods and Mbai. When they're on, they're on. Mm. You know, they're, they're top-line players. Definitely. Um, right, a few discussion points. Adam Fanua Blake, mate, he's ended up at the Sharks. Oh, mate. That was just before Christmas. Yeah, there were a couple of really small whispers about this, and then all of a sudden it just happened. Yeah, he's done, yeah. yeah. I, I've got to put it out there. I don't know how they are managing their salary cap. Like, it is just absolutely um, – I, I reckon Fitzy's having to throw at the stumps because he is going to have to lose players. Mm. Um, so pretty much since Fitzy's come there, they bought in Nico Hines and now Adam Fanua-Blake on big money and Dale Fanukan on big money. But they've also seen, re-signed Royce Hunt, Hamlin ULA. Mm. Um, then you're um, uh, uh, Braden Nicara. Then you've got um, – uh, Braley, and then um, your outside back. Well, they've got, like a, they've got a Ramey good squad. Your Molotalu. But they, they've really struggled to keep those players on the paddock, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they, they have. I just, since they've come, they've only added to their squad, really. Mm. And they've only, um, and, and they've. Well, they've lost Moylan. But yeah, Moylan was. What cap space was he taking? Very they've, they've shifted a few players on the fringes yeah. um, to alleviate it. But yeah, I, I agree. And see what you're saying there. Yeah, so I, I think when all these players that they've re-signed come off contract, they're going to lose a couple of big names. So mm. um, Fitzy's they front-ended a lot of contracts or whatever they do, yeah. and I'm not suggesting they're breaching the salary cap, but I'm suggesting that they're going to lose players. Yeah. Like So this year maybe... So what you're yeah. suggesting is that they're breaching the salary cap. Well, mate... <laughs> Um, as long as they don't take notes about it in their board meetings and uh, keep and get a wooden fire. spoon, <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's the Parramatta way. Oh, um, Toby Rudolph, mate, it was no um, surprise that a day before the Adam Fanua Blake um, news dropped, uh, Toby Rudolph came out 
swinging in the media with some articles uh, saying how he was training us down. And off the grog. And he was off the grog and he's doing it. I was like, oh, yeah, well, a good um, top-line prop signing in your position, mate. Uh, that generally gets the best out of us, yeah, doesn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. So you're <laughs> suggesting he's no longer going to be going down to Northies. And, yeah. Um, is it Northies down at... Um, Northies, yeah. Northies? That's, um, that's the one he did in the post-match where he said yep. he was going down to Northies to get on it. Yep. Um, yeah, well... And other things. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, I mean, as a fan, you just go, mate, look, I want my players to have that attitude all the time. Yep. I don't want my players to come out and go, you know what, I'm, uh, you know, this is it, new year, new me. Mm. I tell you, it's the resolution. I'm going to have oh, a big yep. season. It's like, well, well, why didn't you have a year? fucking big season last year? That's right, that's right. <laughs> i tell you what, though, he was smart, though. He got in before for Noah Blake and signed yeah, a day, yeah, yeah. but he got in. Oh, mate, I had full, mate, I was conspiracy theoried up. I thought, oh, he's heard that he's signed and now he's having a big year because he's off contract. Yep. But I was incorrect. He has got, he signed until 2026, I believe. Yep. So he's got another couple of seasons at the Sharks. Good on you. Um, mate, Boxing Day. Yep. Big day, uh, especially for those who, um, you know, want to get out to the shops and get a bit of retail therapy. As you do. But what comes on Boxing Day with... Those sorts of things, mate. What, mate? What? Big lines. Big lines. Now, apparently Mitch Kenny was um, struggling uh, out at Westfields at Penrith um, with the lines on Boxing Oh, Day. yeah, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mate, as a Penrith fan, so obviously for those who are unaware, Mitch Kenny has been involved in a bit of a social media storm where he's uh, got a deleted post where there's um, a tagline around, and I'm completely paraphrasing, it's um, yeah, a couple of, a couple of lines on, a, on Boxing Day. Something the like. Don't know. Mm. Anyway, but we've hammered absolutely here, we hammered Valentine Holmes yep. on, on the podcast about, you know, his social... And rightly so, we're going to hammer Mitch Kenny. Yeah. You know, as a Penrith fan, mate, be better. Come on, mate. You know, be yeah. better. Even if it was a joke, oh. I doubt it. But, you know, all this garbage around, I'm starting to think that, you know, if the NRL isn't squashing this shit, I mean, we've got a real big problem because there's obviously players are going and getting on it in the off-season yeah. in their spare time. And it is getting to the point where, let's not kid ourselves, they've been doing it for yep. for decades. Yep. You know, but it's getting to the point now with social media that they're advertising it and just making dumb decisions with what they post and it's coming back to bite them. And they're not take, they're not copping the tip, are they? I no. mean, with the Valentine Holmes issue that happened um, at the end of last season... Um, you would have and thought in, that every play would have been like, whoa. And in fairness to, uh, you know, separate those two, um, Valentine, I mean, he had the evidence yeah, in yeah, his yeah. hand. Mitch Kenny's was a comment, but still I think as a club, you, yeah. would, you would treat it the same. you go, come on, mate. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's dumb. It's a dumb. It's a dumb yeah. comment. Like, yeah, you're right. Um, it's, and um, and I mean, someone like Mitch Kenny, especially as a Penrith fan, you know, I yeah, I've got bias towards mm. it. But you know, he's he's the type of player you want in your squad. He's a hard worker. He's this, that, and the other. But for for fuck's sake, mate, get it together. Yeah, that's you just know, don't do that dumb shit. It is very dumb. Yeah. Anyway, um, mate. Stream of the week. What have you been catching up with? Um, Stream of the week, mate. I watched something that I, I watched holidays. a bit of back in the uh, back in the day, but I haven't seen in ages. Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Five year turnaround, mate. Mm. Five year turnaround on Band of Brothers. Now, any of our listeners, any of our viewers who have seen Band of Brothers, 
know it's an absolute cracker, but yep. I do a five-year cycle on it. Yeah, right. So five years I've found is enough time that I could just let Enjoy it go it and again. then I can work, watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, mate. I, so yeah, It's a ripper. It's an absolute pearler, isn't it? Tell, it follows um, the story of uh, World War Two and... Yeah. Um, D-Day invasion. Yeah, D-Day you know. invasion. It's Spielberg and um, Tom Hanks who had a part yeah. in yeah, yeah, I believe so. David Schwimmer, mate. Oh, yeah. he's a ripper. Yeah, what about the uh, the role he plays? Yeah. It's, I mean, for any Friends fans, you're probably going to hate Ross yeah. after, after oh, watching yeah. Band of Brothers because he's an absolute knob in that You one. know what? Besides Friends, he's only popped up in a couple of things but he has been cracking him being a brothers he was very good in it he he was hated but he was very very good um he's also in um the uh, madagascar as well i believe the voice uh but uh, oj uh, a couple Mm. of years ago he was in oj i haven't seen that one yeah i've seen i've seen the the artwork for it so i knew he was in it but i i haven't seen it yeah yeah oj's um quite good he played uh kardashian the um yes okay robbie robbie so um yeah, it was uh, very, very. Uh, I recommend, but I'm on Band of Brothers here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not on. Um, now Donnie Wahlberg yeah. as well, Mark Wahlberg's brother. Yep, he's in it. Um, I mean, it was a great cast, and oh. it's just such a yeah. It's it's a good watch. And if you watch it as well, you'll see all these people that have since. Damien Lewis is in it, mm. uh, who 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 have since gone on to do yeah um, bigger things as well. So. Yeah, it's um absolute cracker. Yeah. I reckon that's so. Say for example, you watch Band of Brothers, you watch Damien Lewis, yeah, and then you go and watch um, what's the one that he had the um, Homeland. Homeland. Yep, it's so disappointing because oh, yeah. he was such a hero in yeah, Band of Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's very disappointing. Ah, <laughs> uh, very uh, good, mate. Well, on the on a similar th- theme, mate. Um, I watched the last couple of seasons of Jack Ryan on Jack Amazon Ryan. Prime. Yep. I've yeah. seen the first couple. Mate, so season four is absolute fire. Is it? Yeah, oh. it just it goes like it's one of those ones where I've got to be in the right mindset because it's probably I'm going to be, spend three or four days just yep. going back to back, you know, when I get a chance to watch it. Who's the lead in that? What's his name again? I can um, see him. Jim Halpert. Yeah, that's uh, it. Jim Halpert, that's it. <laughs> yeah, from Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, uh, yeah, so it's... I mean, it's such a really, really well done. So it's obviously on the Tom Clancy novels. Yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, mate, I loved it. It's yep. um, yeah, it's so different to see mm. him play a role like that. Yeah. Um, in comparison, what's what's his bloody name again? Um, I can't remember what his name is. It's completely. And I was going to say he's married to the British actress, and I've forgotten her name as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm um, live casting guys, this, <laughs> mate. This is going to absolutely kill us. Um, um, yeah, anyway, moving on. Anyway, yeah. So, are you suggesting he's Dwight Schrute is not in it? No, that's that's the disappointing. Emily Blunt, he's married to Emily Blunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, are you suggesting okay. he's the best Jack Ryan since Harrison Ford? Oh, mate, <laughs> stop it. Let's let's just go with it. Yep, yeah, let's go with it. Absolutely. Well, we're not saying Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mates, that's the stream. So if you're uh, interested in getting a watch over your holiday period, Band of Brothers, Jack Ryan, mm. do yourselves a favour. Absolutely love it. Get into it. Um, rightio. So should we get into the integrity report? Yep. Integrity. Righty-o, mate. 
we have some integrity issues. We do, mate. We do, mate. And uh, the integrity report this week is um, the great Jersey divide, as you've... Great um, Jersey divide. We're not talking it, about the Hudson River. No, we're not. For any of our American listeners. Yep. Um, we're talking about an issue. We're big on Manhattan, mate. A concern mm. that has arisen. Um in terms of players wearing jerseys that do not belong to the club that they are employed by. Yeah. Tell yeah. us more. What's happened, mate? Well, so recently Brian Toho, I believe it was New Year's Eve, he's uh, having a celebration with some family members and he's been photographed wearing what appears to be a Bulldogs jersey. Yeah. Um, I say appears because the photograph I saw of it, I didn't see it front on, but I believe it is a Bulldogs jersey. Yeah. Um, no, this is not the first time that this has happened, you know. If we go back to rugby league history, mate, um, they used to trade jerseys after grand finals. Well, they did, yeah. They did. It the shorts a, for Origin was always a big one. Yep, that's right. Um, and then um, the they were obviously um, Dane Laurie a few years ago, mate, um, uh, when Penrith won the 2021 grand final was photographed wearing a Penrith jersey yes. even though he was contracted with the West Tigers. Well, he had to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, apologise. Yeah. Sorry, not pay for it. I'm just looking I'm looking at something else here. John Krasinski. Is oh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. Could have sat here all day. Yeah, John Krasinski, also known as Jim Halford. <laughs> so, um, yes, we've, we've covered that one. Yeah. We'll save the office for another day on stream of the week. <laughs> Next week. Yes. Um, sorry, no. So my apologies. Dane Laurie. Now let's be clear, not the Dane Laurie that was incarcerated. <laughs> we we will get this right, viewers. We will get um, this right. No, so Dane Laurie wore the Penrith jersey mm. celebrating once they won the premiership and he had to like he was a Tigers player at the time. He's now yeah. back at Penrith. Yeah. But he had to apologise, which he was did. bullshit in itself. Like he yeah. didn't have to apologise. Yeah. Please. Yeah. But anyway, Rightio, do we even care? No. I mean <laughs> we don't care. That's a that's the long and the short of it. I mean, the listeners are just lucky Bird is not here because he'd be ripping into a yeah. who cares report. So um you know, we got to come to terms with the fact that players Is it a probably. New Year's Eve party. Yeah, Sorry, I'm yeah, going on a rant yeah. here, mate. But players obviously support other teams that they don't play for. Mm. Like, there's a there's a good chance of that. Yeah. Like, um, and we can easily come to that conclusion and just go, look, who gives a shit? Yeah. But. Is there a bigger issue at play here? What about sponsors, marketing? You know, for the club that you're contracted to, is there something that we're completely overlooking at just as, as average Joes who are just going, you know, who gives a shit? No, nah, who gives a <laughs> shit? <laughs> hey, that's honestly, like, nobody sits there who's a raging Penrith fan and... Um, oh, I don't give a shit. And but, sits there and goes, oh, well... But um, if I'm the... If I'm, the CEO of my place, who's the new sponsor of Penrith, yep. who have just had Brian in my advertising campaigns, and then I see him wearing the Sydney tools on the sleeve with the Bulldogs jersey. Am I getting the shits due to my investment? I don't know. I don't think like a businessman like that. But is there something that we're just missing as fans that are just going, who gives a shit? Maybe, but how long's a piece of string? Yeah, I agree. As well, I'm mate. just what if Brian, playing devil's advocate. What if here, Brian Penrith had changed their major sponsor, I believe, this year, and yep. Oak's no longer in the front? What if Brian Toho's photograph wearing his um, 2022 uh, Premier's jersey, um, you know, wrong sponsor? Yeah, see, I think that's different because, I mean, it comes with the territory. If you yeah. played for Penrith in 2000, 
2003, you are a Sanyo. Sanyo doesn't fucking exist anymore. No. You know, but you, you know. So I think it's different. I mean, Parramatta wearing the Hardy. I yeah, mean, well. I mean, they were giving purple mesothelioma at that stage <laughs> when, when they won premierships. Not allegedly. Got it's it. been found in court. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, you know, so... Hardy yeah. is synonymous with Parramatta, but they you can't just then go, oh, well, you know, that's that time. and mm. you know. I understand all this, mate, but I, I doubt it's the sponsors kicking up a stink here. I think it's just somebody. No, I, yeah, yeah, I know I'm just being devil's advocate because mm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And um, I'd be very interested to see what um, our, you know, our listeners and viewers, what their thoughts are on it as well. But I think well, there's a, up, let us know. Yeah, and there's a bigger play here. Yeah, it's certainly not crime of the century. No. You know, you know, I'm a, he's probably just borrowed it off Billy, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, so let's speculate. Mm. Who are three current players mm. who support another team, and who, what's the team? What do you got, mate? All right. So three current players that support another team. So I've um, taken a little bit of a, a, a different uh, view on this, and I'm going to go with a coach for you, mate. All right. Yeah. I think Wayne Bennett is secretly a Brisbane Broncos supporter. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I think that's quite clear and obvious. Yeah. So, no. do you reckon that Wayne still catches up with Benny Ike? And I'd say so. I'd say the, so about the good old days. Maybe not at Christmas, but, <laughs> but I'd, I'd say I'd say they secretly catch up. Uh, and sticking with coaches, mate, I I'm going to say that I think um, Des is still a Manly fan, <laughs> even though he's currently going well, through <laughs> some sort of legal. <laughs> but I, you the, you've gone the easy way out on this shit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, mate, I think the most obvious one, and um, uh, it's not a, um, it's not a, it is still a coach, but it, he doesn't support a um, a particular club. He supports a particular player. So he's jumped from Penrith to Canterbury this year because it's Ricky Stewart supporting Jamin Salmon. Like it's quite yeah. obvious. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one's uh, obvious, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna speculate straight away. Um, Cameron Smith has and always will be a Broncos fan. Yeah. He's, yeah. There's no, he's not Melbourne Storm. He doesn't. Yeah. Care. So he's not dirty about that whole tracksuit incident that him no. and JT like to go on about because they weren't picked in rep teams. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. He's, uh, as soon as his career was over, he got out of Melbourne. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. He went straight back he's up, up to the He's up there coaching the under 15. Uh, Corumban. Like Corumban. <laughs> yes. Yeah, how's that coaching bloody. Team they've got they've got Chris Walker, oh, no. bloody Matt Guyer, yeah. Cameron Smith, uh, Corumban. I don't know what the team is up there, but Corumban. If you see it out on so on the socials, I think it pops up around on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. Mate, they have got an unbelievable coaching attack for the juniors. Yeah, mate, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So Cameron Smith definitely he. I would say that Jonathan Thurston is not a Cowboys fan. Mm. He actually goes for Penrith. Yeah, right. Okay. So we'll talk about him going there a few yeah. like years ago now, wasn't I'm it? only speculating, though. I've got absolutely no substance to that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and the final one for me is Latrell Mitchell still goes for the Roosters. Of course he does, yeah. mate. Of course he does. He's a chook through yeah, and he, through. Yep. He'll be back there before his career's over. Yep. Yep. Daly Cherry Evans goes for the Titans as well. Now that Des is up there. Oh, Money well spent. Oh, very good. Lovely, so, lovely. The integrity report, who yep. gives a shit if yep. a player wears a jersey? And Dane Laurie, take back your apology to the Tigers. Tell yep. them to get fucked. Yeah, like. that's exactly right. 
Oh, uh, very good, mate. Should we get into all sports? Let's go, mate. Righty-o, Potty, we're going to power through the all sports, mate. Um, now, fights. Big fights qu- have been on ice. Yeah, mate, yeah. be quiet. Everyone gets a Christmas yeah. and New Year. Yeah, Christmas uh, Christmas break for the fights. So nothing uh, too, not nothing in the fight game. Obviously, they had the um, the big Saudi Arabia card just going mm. into Christmas that we predicted a few fights on. So Joseph Parker got a big win over Deontay Wilder. But, um, yeah, pretty stock standard, that card. There was a lot of favourites, and most of the favourites won. So no surprises there. But, um, look, mate... The fights will kick off mid-January. Everything will start happening. We'll There'll be, be a lot of announcements uh, to come. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a big year for the fights, obviously. UFC 300 this year. Conor McGregor's announced the other day that he's uh, he's coming back and he's going to fight Michael Chandler. Did you see the post where no. he announced his oh, fight? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> and that he did that creepy, bloody yeah, evil yeah. laugh after yeah. it. It's just, oh, mate, an ultimate troll job. It's Beautiful. A pisser. Um, mate, headline of the week, what do you got? Uh, mate, Russell Wilson, dangerous. Dangerous. Yep. Uh, a couple of years ago was big news when he moved on from Seattle. After big a, trade, yeah. Yep. Big trade after a long and successful career there. He moved over to the Denver Broncos. He's been benched, mate. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, Have you looked into this? I haven't looked into it in great detail. It just came up and he was benched... Um, uh, what have you got for me, mate? So basically, Russell Wilson, he, the trade initially was from Seattle to Denver. Yep. So obviously, um, he was a, he's a big cap earner, hmm. Russell, and his contract that he went to Denver for was, and I haven't got the figures and numbers in front of me, so I'm just pure speculation here and just throwing it out there. Um, you know, big money, so he's obvi- and a lot of guaranteed money. Yep. So I believe he had um, a, an injury clause in it for a payment of like $37 million. Yeah, right. So basically guaranteeing that he's got that money. And so even though he's only been there for two seasons now, he's still got three years of heavily guaranteed Wages thirty-seven under, million, yeah, under mm. under the Denver cap. But then on top of that, if he played and he wasn't getting injured, so he was consistently on the field, he had a extra bonus payments as well. Yep. So what it was is so they really have put all their chips in the. Um, so they put all the chips in that. So and and in return, Seattle got luck quarterback, yep. backup QB. They got a host of draft picks that yep. they've already used, so you can actually see the wash of what's happened due to the trade. Yep. But the issue here for Denver is they've bought in, bought in Sean Payton. Sean yep. Payton has come in and said, look, we're going to change the culture around here. They've obviously – remember the, the shitstorm around Russell having his own office and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Like, yeah. And there was just, oh, Russ does his own thing. He thinks he's bigger than the franchise and this, that, the other. You know, that may be true, I don't know, but yep. – um, Sean Pate was brought in as a head coach to really change that culture. Yeah. What ca- has come out of this is there's allegedly, and there's been a letter from the um, the Players Association sent, you know, on regards, on behalf of Russell and his agent to say that he was asked to renegotiate that mm. $37 million payment. <laughs> oh, yeah. And basically was told in some Way the the accusation is that he was told if he didn't renegotiate it he'd be benched. Yep, we'll get rid of you. Yeah, 
he has then, which you can't do. You can't threaten and say it. So this is allegedly... You can threaten it all you, you want, but it's a bluff. So it's gone around yeah. corner as the way they've threatened it. Said, if you don't do it, we're going to bench you and we'll just basically isolate you and you'll go. Yeah. So basically this is apparently it playing out. Yeah. Um, Denver are denying that. They're saying, look, we would never do that to a player. <laughs> We've benched him, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a coinky dink. Yeah. So it's a really... Interesting issue. So what, let's say, for example, Russell Wilson, they decide we're going to cut our losses and we're going to get rid of him. Mm. They've still got to pay him for the next oh, three yeah. seasons. Yeah. So for any franchises out there, you can get Russell Wilson on minimum wage yeah. for three seasons. Yeah. So basically, this is going to be massive news in the off-season if... Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? It is going to be an absolute debacle in the Mile High City. Well, he's too good not for people not to come and knock him. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and especially so when he... Because Denver has to pay his contract. That's right. Because right. it's guaranteed money. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So like, Denver's so at the point. But also, too, when you're on the other side as a franchise, you're going, well, we can get him for nothing. But why are they willing to take a cap hit... <laughs> For three years just to get this bloke out of there. Well, what do we do? Like it's it's an interesting. Well, so yeah, turn there, of there will be a taker, but it's yeah. it's who who is that gun quarterback shy of a Super Bowl tilt? So who's willing to? Uh, I would say who. What are the organisation and what head coach is willing to bring Russell in and go radio Russell? Let's work together and let's. You know, because I don't think Russell is. I think it, the example of what's played out at Denver is Russell's not going to play underneath someone yeah. and have them tell him what to do. This that he, Russell's a established quarterback. Could you he know, end up? Could he end up back at the Seahawks? There's a lot of talk about that. I, it's the fans, mm. mate. It's it's rocks and diamonds. So a lot of the fans are going, mate, keep him away. Yeah, that we're done. Yeah. Whereas other fans are going, oh, this would be nice. Yeah. But, you know, I think Gino's got a lot of love at Seattle. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, the way that Gino played under Russell, then came out, he's established himself as a starting QB. I think he's got a lot of love with the fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know, but, I mean, football's a crazy business. It is, mate. But it's, it? it's just crazy so how it's all occurred and... You know, it'll be interesting to watch this space. What's the likelihood is they get through an off-season and he ends up, oh, yeah, we've we've broken right. bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We've realised we're not willing to chew all that money and yeah. uh, we're going to keep him. And maybe Russell just goes, well, if you quietly say, look, we'll cut my bonus in half, you know, it might just happen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a funny thing how that, that occurs, mate. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting times. And it's a son of a bitch, that professional mm. sports, isn't it? It is, mate. It is. <laughs> Um, mate, headlines of the week for me. The Rock drops in on Monday Night Raw. Did you see that? I caught that. Yes. No, I caught that. Yeah. So, mate, it's an absolute pisser. The Rock has come in on Monday Night Raw, yeah. and I watched it, and I couldn't help but just be – I enjoyed the fact that we all know who The Rock is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's been in the public eye, whether it be an actor, he, yep. he's out, he, he's on, presents himself well on social media. We know who The Rock is. But it was so funny – to watch him go on Monday Night Raw and just see him slide straight back into the rock of the wrestling world. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like nothing has changed. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so good, like how he can just play that role and then drip out and go, oh, 
What happened? What happened? I passed out. And um, yeah, he he, he, um, he finished the segment, didn't he, by setting up um, for a, uh, a a big match down yeah. the track. So we should be seeing the Rock um, uh, re-enter the ring. And he must soon. he must love it though. Like secretly, oh, yeah. you just go look once a year, a big wrestling event. Yeah, why not WrestleMania? Yeah, that like yeah. Rock doesn't wrestle anywhere but WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we'll keep an eye out for the Rock, but um, yeah, it was a it was an interesting little storyline there where I, I can't remember the old fella, the Mahal fella. He come out, Jinder. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. He was yeah. out there bloody bagging out USA, yeah, yeah. and then Rock comes out, and I mean the fans must have got a whisper that he was there because when Jinder Mahal come out, yeah, yeah. They were all like, oh, we thought it was going to be The Rock. And yeah. then he came out. And they, yeah, yeah, so yeah. there must have been word around that he so was. So it was announced, I believe, um, earlier in the um, day that there was going to be a, a former um, champion. Yeah, former so and, the, and this champion. guy's come out and yeah. he must have been a bludger. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, righty, hey, mate. The NFL rap, mate. So obviously things are heating up in the NFL as we yep. get into the last week, week 18 of the regular season. Um, so I thought it would just go through, really quickly go through um, what it's shaping up and what to look forward to to this week, um, especially with it being quite the Premier League and, and the NFL just yep. chugs through Christmas. It's bloody brilliant. Yeah. Um, Baltimore and uh, San Francisco, both in the NFC and the AFC, have got home field advantage. So yep. that's all all sewn up. So they're the top seeds in, in each of those uh, conferences. Um, in the AFC, clinch, canvas uh, – not canvas. Canvas. That'll, that'll keep the rain out of your tent. Um, Kansas, Miami and Cleveland. Um, but, however, the AFC South is up for grabs. Nine and seven, you've got uh, Houston, Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, so that's anyone's game this weekend um, for the AFC South. And um, a big match for Buffalo against Miami. Yeah. You know, Miami, Miami are, you know, they're in. They're yep. into the playoffs. What do they do? Because Buffalo are looking for a spot. In the um, in the wild card, suggesting there could be some resting going on. I don't know. Do, it would absolutely yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> That's exactly what it. You're suggesting if he was still playing, you wouldn't have Dan Marino or Ray Finkel. Playing. Oh, <laughs> Ray Finkel is on horn. Um, look, San Francisco and the NFC, which is obviously of interest to us because the Seahawks are over there, mate. We need Green Bay to lose to stay alive. Yep. And um, I don't know if that looks good for us, mate. No, mate, I don't. I, yeah. yeah, it's been. I think a, we're done. Yeah, I think I think they are done. It's been a season of what coulds for the Seahawks. They started um, after a bad first game. They started pretty well, and then they just started slipping. And yeah. it's been a hit and miss saga. So uh, Detroit, Dallas. LA Rams and the Eagles are all clinched, so they're all in. So. Um, you know, Green Bay need to lose, but they, they're they heading to Chicago and they're favourites. Yep. Um, just while well, I've got you on Green Bay, mate, have you seen um, the local listings of the uh, of properties around Green Bay? Oh, mate, I, I have. I did have. you see it? I did. How good is that? Um, so for the listeners at home, there's uh, a property for sale in Green Bay, as we just bring it up here, that is right on the edge of Lambeau Field. Why wouldn't you do it? I mean, it's... Reasonably priced. Reasonably priced. Yep. They're not um, giving it away. But. <laughs> they're not giving it away. But would you live there uh, is the question, mate. Look, mate, I think um, I think it sounds really cool. 
And uh, if you're somewhere between the ages of 18 and we're over there, 21 and um, uh, 28, it probably sounds fantastic. But well, as um, we scroll through, this is on the Daily Mail. Yeah. Um, now, it's not a bad-looking place, but you've only got to watch Packers home games in the middle of that, winter to know that, oh, it gets cold there. Yeah. <laughs> It gets freezing cold, and there are some lunatics who are going to be within yeah. um, tailgating in t- your backyard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm, if you're a football fan, who cares? You'd oh, be all for it. Well, you might be one of the lunatics. But, yeah. You know, um, look, I, I just think there'd be a very few winter mornings you wouldn't wake up with someone not sleeping in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're willing to cop that, I mean, it's got a pool. Yeah, you get to use Mate, that for a good two or three weeks. Interesting a year. though, because my wife and I were talking about this as we we're driving home the other day from our trip away down to uh, Newcastle. Um, no pool fence. No pool fence. Now it's always mm. interesting in the states because you'll watch like um, you know those renovation shows on the Lifestyle Channel and that that are in the states, and all the houses that have pools don't have pool fences. Yep. And for us as Australians, that is just so. Unusual. Yeah, very, very strange. You, yeah, because we're, we're so used to the, obviously, the government regulations around pool fencing. Yeah. But anyway, so you can have yourself a slice of Lambo. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd go for it. No, yeah. no, not me. But no, uh, I might stick to a box at Penrith Park. Yes. <laughs> um, Rightio, mate. Uh, what are we into now, mate? Are we down to, our, are we down to the tips? Oh, no. Sorry, I've jumped off too early. Mate, yep. you're going to take control here, mate. The Australian Open. Uh, Australian Open kicks off. A little in quick about, touch on the Australian Open about a the fortnight. cricket. Um, the Brisbane International's been on. Rafa's in action. Grigor Dimitrov and uh, Andy Murray's been in action in the men's draw. Naomi Osaka made a return to Australian mm. shores. All um, uh, looking good, although Andy Murray didn't quite get the win over uh, Dimitrov. Uh, Novak's over in Western Australia, mate. He's um, He's been playing over there as mm. has... Um, uh, uh, some of the Aussie hopes in the team event they have over yep. there. Um, yeah, so uh, love love that time of year, the uh, the Aussie Open. Um, yeah, so look, mate. You so beat, your prediction, mate? What do you got? You beat Novak. You win the you win the tournament. I think Novak will be going for. Yeah, it'd be very hard hard yeah. to disagree with that. Um, if you were going to have a roughie, who do you like? Um, if I was going to have a roughie, um, look, it's probably going to be someone like. Um, um, Alcaraz, mm. um, but uh, for a real roughie, and I don't think he'll um, he'll win it. But I think uh, Grigor will make the semi-finals. Mm. So for the first time in um, in oh, a long time, I, I think he's on the way back. He's been playing well over the last twelve months. He was down the other day against Murray, and um, he fought his way back to, uh, from one set down to win. I think Grigor will find his way into the semi-finals. Um, I got a good one for you, mate. Um, the Woodies to win the doubles. The Woodies to win the doubles. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, let's do it. Oh. Yeah, that just highlights my tennis knowledge for the uh, listeners and the viewers. Well, the there. doubles have really slipped away yeah. over the last 30 years. Or since the Woodies retired. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nobody uh, cares. Nobody cares. Um, the cricket, mate. Uh, uh, just to touch on, well, obviously Warner's last farewell test. Yep, so um, they started the day. He's doing it without his baggy green. But, um, well, <laughs> how good was Chappelle Corby's troll job? Oh, on that, that was an absolute Yeah, pearler. so David Warner, for the those who are unaware, um, has obviously had his, his baggy green nicked and the suspicion are it's happened um, in transition um, from baggage handlers mm. and um, Qantas has put out 
obviously a statement about saying, oh, there's some... We've checked the CCTV, but there's some blind spots. And then oh. um, Chappelle Corby has responded to it with a Qantas dot, 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 on, on something along yeah. the lines of, well, haven't I got a story for yeah. you? <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, when you talk about trolling, satire, and just taking the piss, yeah. if more people dealt with shit situations the way that Chappelle has just dealt with that there... Yeah. This world would be a much better place. Certainly, be like, a funnier place. It would be, that was, I, and that's what makes it better. That was spot on. I yeah. loved it. You just go look. I'm going to take advantage and let's have a swing. Yeah, like it, it was a pisser that um, that troll job from Chappelle. So take your hat off, Chappelle. All right, mate. How's Mercedes? Say hello to Mercedes. Say hello. To me. Good on you. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, righty, two 0 lead in the series. Do we do we sweep it? Oh, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. given the start that I saw this morning. Um, so they were on the way over here, it was 5 for 106. So, yeah. uh, and I had them out 2 for 12 at one stage. So they're on the fight back. We love Sydney. We do love yeah, Sydney. Yeah, we do. We do love Sydney. The great Shane Warne didn't love Sydney. He spoke about how often it got rained out, and statistically it does more than any other. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, we do love Sydney. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, you've just mentioned that a proud Victorian didn't like Sydney, so that's all I heard. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, rightio, mate. Uh, Multis, mate. You got anything happening or anything in the works that you could share with our our listeners, uh, mate? So the listeners of our football show will know, um, uh, and the EPL fans out there will know that the Toffees had had a rough time of it since we our last episode. But I'm tipping them to turn it around, and they've got Villa at Goodison mm. in about ten days, and I'm tipping them to get the chocolates there. So get on that. All right. Well, I haven't got a tip for everyone, but I can just report on the fact that I went in hard and came up short for those listeners of our previous episode before the excuse me the Chrissy break. Um, Joseph Parker, I still love you. You know, even though I, you weren't the favourite and you did win, yep. um, I do like Joseph Parker. So I got, I'm okay with that. And Comanche, I mean, and O Comanche came second in line honours. But then I was reading the results and I was like, it's um, what was the one who won it all? It was like, um, oh, uh, virtual or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, some, and it was like, who gives a shit about handicap, mate? If you're not the first one to Hobart. Who cares? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's that for another year. Rightio, um, the penises, mate. We've got multiple penises today. Well, mate, um, what I thought we'd do is we give a penis of the year because it's a new year yep. to reflect back on our penis on of the year. On 2023. Then obviously a penis of the week. So I'll, I'll jump right in, mate. My penis of the year had to be the English cricket team. Yeah. They got multiple mentions from both of us about being a penis of the year. They are absolutely kidding themselves. Mm. Um you're the penis of the year. Enough said. English cricket team. Righty, eh? Uh, mate, my penis of the week. Uh, shark alarm madness. Now, I was... <laughs> All right. Tell us more about it. I was this. down the local beach the other day, mate, and... Um, Essentially, um, the shark alarm went off and I was down there with the kids yeah. and it was low tide. And uh, essentially, the point where I was, there is um, um, the beach and then there's the bay. And um, the bay is like, basically, everyone knows what a bay is. Um, and when the shark alarm all, went off, all the tourists ran into from the beach and then they ran into the bay. <laughs> it's not a pool. <laughs> 
<laughs> the shark can get in there as well. Yes. So uh, I was just standing there with my wife and I go, look, I know that their likelihood of a shark attack here is probably relatively small, but you've come in, you've heeded the warning. You can't just go back into the water in a place. It's not a pool. <laughs> so, oh, mate. Yeah. Uh, Anyway Common sense isn't very common down the beaches Definitely not Definitely not What about you mate? Mate um, Penis of I'm going to go penis of the year Mm. Um, Justin Pascoe and Inspector Gadget Yep They've got to be my penis of the year Those two They're just that tiger debacle That was a news story for days Yep Um, But also too uh, Christmas shopping period Highlighted one of my first penises of the week is those who leave the trolleys in the car spots. Mm. And, mate, there was oh. just a plethora of that going on over the Christmas period. Plain old grubbery. Yeah. Um, so penis of the year for shopping trolley. Um, those who were too lazy to put the shopping trolleys back and obviously Justin Pascoe and Inspector Gadget. But I've also come up with a penis of the millennium Plenty. rather than a right. penis of the week. Now, penis of the millennium is Tom Curran. Oh, what an absolute... <laughs> I mean, I hope that for the next four matches that he is suspended for, I don't even know what was... Like, I didn't even look into it too much, but for the next four matches that he's suspended for, he just stands in front of a mirror and has a good hard look at himself. Oh, did you see what he got suspended for? Yeah. yeah. I saw what he got suspended Why? Yeah. You've tr- you, yeah. You can't four do ma- it. Four, four matches is legal. This isn't Bearstow sort yeah. of spirit of the game shit. This is you can't do that. You're not allowed to run on the pitch. Yeah. There is an umpire standing The captains are the only ones who can actually go to the wicket. The umpire is correct. And even if he's not correct, which he was, you can't intimidate him like yeah. that. Don't do it. You're Don't a fuckwit. <laughs> Sorry. Penis of the millennium. Yeah, penis <laughs> of the millennium. All right, mate. Uh, that does us for our live show. Yeah. Um, Mate, anything to add before we finish up? Great to have everyone with us. Get around us on the socials. Absolutely. Let us know what you think. And um, for those who want to join us live, um, we'll put an advertisement up on our social media pages leading into our episodes. You can jump in on the chat while we are live and the like. So follow us, follow the links that come up on our on our social threads. Get involved. Um, we'll hopefully get a bit more interactive here on the live streams. And, um, yeah, look forward to some some good, wholesome content coming into 2024. Fantastic. Excellent, mate. So for any of our listeners out at Tinga, home of the Tigers, we say goodnight. And farewell. Farewell.